ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast, episode 41. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. Jay Giles. Jay, how you doing here tonight? Doing good. Doing good. So this is episode 41. 41, that's right. Yeah, and, and next episode is... 42. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and the significance of 42. Oh, it's, it's exactly. We're yeah. one, you know, uh, Jackie Robinson that we've yeah. talked about many, many times on this episode, on this um, here podcast. Yeah. See, now, if I was th- you know, if we were thinking, we would have held off the Jackie Robinson until we got to 42. You know, I was thinking about that, but I, I was like, man, we really could have did that. We really could have. But I, I wasn't even thinking. But yeah, you're right. We really, really could have. Maybe we'll figure something else out for that. Maybe we'll figure something else out. Yeah, yeah we got time. So. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. We got time. Got time. But I'm um, glad to have you back on this episode, back on this podcast. Uh, first off, shouts out to my good friend Chrissy, who was on the last episode, did a phenomenal job. But um, yeah, glad to have you back, man. Glad to have you back on the show. Yeah, I, I you know, you know, I had to be on the disabled list, you know, ten yeah. day disabled <laughs> list. But uh, yeah, I'm that's right. Let's talk to disabled list. He's fully healthy now, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, I had to, to rub some cream on my elbow. So yeah, yeah. cleared the cream. <laughs> <laughs> right. some cream on now my elbow. he's good to go. He's totally yeah. the new man. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, yeah, my um, my uniform didn't, you know. I, I went from being a from an XL to a, a triple XL, but yeah. Oh, amazing! See, see how that happens. See how that works out. <laughs> yeah, just rub some cream on the elbow. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, so you ready to get started? Yes. All right, so let's dive deep into one of the biggest themes that have been one of the hot topics in baseball this season so far and it's the string of no hitters i mean we've had not, we haven't any had any in uh the past couple of weeks but we did have some um we actually had three i believe in the month of month of may um the last two was by um a guy from the tigers spencer turndall he threw a no hitter with the full nine innings no hits and nine strikeouts and then you had a guy from the yankees Corey um Kluber. Kluber. Um, one for the Yankees, uh, nine innings, no hits, one, uh, base on ball and nine strikeouts as well. And like I said, this has just been a growing theme. I mean, there's been six no hitters, six official no hitters so far this season. And I, I still, I say seven, cause I still count the, whether they counted or not, I still count the Madison Bumgarner one yeah. as one, even though it wasn't nine innings, he still threw a no hitter in my eyes, but. How do you feel about this string of no hitters? I mean, this is this is crazy the amount of no hitters we've seen, and it's and it's still early in the season. We're still at, you know we're at June here, and we already had like six no hitters, seven if you count the um, Bumgarner one. How do you, how do you feel about this? I, I mean, it's it, it's kind of an, an anomaly or whatnot, because just thinking back to you know growing up watching, and you know even when I got older watching baseball and everything. I can't really remember a time where this, you know, happened in such a small period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it might happen through the course of the season, but I mean, you got 162 games to do this. So, you know, every, maybe one every two months or something, okay, or whatnot. But, you know, to have three in a month and, you know, six already. You know, from between April and June, well, today is June 1st, that's what we're recording, but still, you know, from April to May, basically, you, you've already had six, I, or seven, if you like, like we say, if we include the Bumgarner one, but mm. is, like I say, is, I guess it's like, a, it's something that'll go down in history or whatnot. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure if, if we look back through the, you know, 200 plus years of the history of the sport, it, it's probably happened, you know, in a short period of time like this in the seasons at some point. But as far as I can remember, at least in the, during the time that I've watched baseball, I don't remember this like happening 
like this or whatnot. So it is like an exciting thing and, and it should be, you know, celebrated more because it's a, it's a rare thing. You know, you don't, you don't see stuff like this happen all the time. This is not like every season. Oh, no hitter, you know, in a small amount of time happens like this. Very true. Very true. It's, and it's just, it's just amazing. And another thing is too, the guys that are throwing these no hitters, they're not like household names. They're not like, you know, Max Scherzer or Bumgarner or Verlander or DeGrom from the Mets. These are, you know, household names. I mean, um, Joe Musgrove, John Means, Wade Miley, um, Carlos, uh, uh Rodden, the two for the, um, two for the White Sox. All these guys are throwing these no hitters. They're not like, you know, big time names in the game that are getting these things too. That makes it even more fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, just, just think about, you know, when we were growing up watching baseball and the amount of pitching talent that was in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, you had you had guys like Roger Clemens. Hell, you even still had Nolan Ryan in the early nineties. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he was still mm-hmm. pitching. Mm-hmm. So you had mm-hmm. him. You had Randy Johnson. I mean, the big three from the Braves. You had them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had Pedro in the early two thousands. Um, uh, you had Roy Halladay. Rest in peace to him. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, guys like that. You, you had these, all these guys, you know, that played relatively around the same time, and it didn't, ha- you know, it didn't happen like that. You know, and these are the guys. These are you know, Hall of Fame caliber players or whatnot. And it, it, you know, you never had a season where they were just like, you know what, I'm gonna go out here. It's a no hitter. It's a no hitter day. Hell, even uh, our, our, you know, our favorite guy, good old David Wells, you know, he. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he got, you know, he got his perfect game, but mm-hmm. you know, when no no hitters, you know, that happen like all the time, and you would think at a time where you had these elite household name pitchers that. That there was no season that this happened like in a in a small portion of the season with as many no hitters. Yeah, that's that's unbelievable too. Because like you said, there was some great arm talent coming in like the '90s, early 2000s. I mean, you had some very good, strong, dominant pitchers on these teams, and you never once saw these this string of no hitters. Every now and then you get a no hitter, perfect game every now and then, but not at the rate that we have been seeing it so far this season. Yeah. And yeah, like you said earlier too, it, it, it is kind of a good thing that they're not outside of Bumgarner, who mm. is probably the most well-known of that group. But you know, outside of him, yeah, these guys are not like known guys. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Very true. Very, very true. And this is interesting, too. They said um, for the first time in history, we've had three teams that have been no hit on uh, twice in the same season. And that's the Rangers, Mariners and um, the Cleveland Indians. They said no team has um, been no hit three times in the same season. But the first time ever in history, we've had uh, three different teams that have had you no know, given up no hitters on two separate occasions. That's that's crazy. That is yeah. wild when you think about that. <laughs> oh man, I mean, you, you got you to feel for those guys. You, you really got to feel for them. It's bad, it's bad enough to get no hit once but twice in the same season. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that, that, I guess that says a lot about your lineup. Not so great. Yeah, that really, that really does. That speaks a whole lot about your lineup. It's a whole lot about your lineup. But, and I guarantee you, this is not gonna be. The end of it. I guarantee we will see several more no hitters before the season ends. I'm, I'm, my, my prediction, I'm telling you, if Max gets in one of them grooves, I'm telling you. Now, he's always said that, you know, the, like the 20 strikeout game was more bigger to him than like the no hitters and stuff that he threw. But mark my word, if he gets in one of them grooves, it would not shock me if he was one of the ones and maybe a couple other people who end up throwing a no hitter. I guarantee you this is we have not seen the last of this this, this season so far. No, I don't. I, yeah, I don't think so. Um, I mean, because we're just gonna be getting close to 
you know, all-star weekend and everything like that. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I'll go out on a limb and say we might get one before the all-star break and and probably get like another two after, like soon after the all-star weekend. Oh, yeah. Definitely, definitely, definitely. But this is, like I said, this has definitely been one of the hot topics in baseball uh, so far this season. But um, anything else on that? It's just, I don't, like I said, I'll, probably after we finish this episode, I might actually kind of go flipping through some history to see, like, has, has this been done, you know, in years past? Mm-hmm. Cause yeah, like I said, I, I'm I'm not saying it is it's never been done, but I don't think it's been done in our lifetime. <laughs> Probably know? not, cause like I said, I, we, I, we've been watching baseball for a long time, and like I said, you see them here and there, but not this many all in the same season. And like I said, maybe if it, if it did happen, maybe it wasn't like you know before we started before you know we started really watching baseball. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's def- definitely something to. Keep an eye on a very interesting topic uh, so far this season. But um, anything else on that? That's it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, cool. Um, Another thing I wanted to get into, um, this Shohei Otani. I mean, the guy is just killing it right now. I mean, right now he's um one of the tops in baseball for home runs. He's got 15 home runs right now. And he's also pitching, too. He's currently sporting a 2.10. ERA, and I mean, he's one of the leading candidates in the American League for MVP. Like I said, we've talked about him on the show, but what this guy is doing is just unbelievable. And when he hits them ball, when he hits them home runs, I've seen him hit home runs. I mean, they're like moonshots. He's like just crushing the ball right now. And like I said, we haven't seen anything like this since since Babe Ruth. And it's just, it's just, it's just fascinating to see, and you just wonder like how long, you know, I talked about like how long could he sustain this, but if he continues on this path, he's gonna be, you know, he could be doing stuff like this for years to come. Uh, thoughts on Shohei and what he's been doing recently? Okay, so first thing funny is that because I think we we talked about this where, um, you know, I'm playing MLB 21 the show, and. Mm-hmm. I actually have my player as a two-way player. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Right, right so he's a two-way player. So it's funny, like, here's someone in real life that's doing this and doing it at the at the level that he's doing it. Now, can he keep that up, you know, and everything like that? Or will at some point he have to pick a side? Because... Just, just going with like, I, I've had some rough patches, of, you know, and everything on the game, and it's like, like if you have a bad game, whether it's a, as a pitcher or as a hitter fielding, and everything like that, they go to like the little uh, thing in the game where they talking like basically with the podcast in the game, and it's like, okay, maybe he needs to pick a side, you know, a type of stuff like that, so. Mm-hmm. You know, just playing on the game, it is a, t- it is kind of hard to do, and everything. So just imagine doing that in real life, which is what he's oh, doing. Yeah. And right now he is, he's, he's killing it. But you know, it's 162 games a season. How long can you really sustain that? Um, so I have to give credit for that because, like I say, we haven't seen that since a Beirut and. We didn't see Beirut, so that tells you how long ago. No, we did not. Right? Exactly. But that's the last time you saw it. And even then, he didn't really do it all the time. And he eventually picked the side, which was, yeah, you know what? I'm going to stop all this pitching and I'll just hit, you know, type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, like, okay, I would say this. If, okay. If he can, if he continues to do it the whole season and he continues to have success at both, there's no reason why he shouldn't be the MVP. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's the first thing. Mm-hmm. The second is that, okay, if he does, you know, win the MVP 
and everything. And like maybe next week, like, okay, well, I did it. And maybe I just decide to either I just want to be a pitcher or, you know, be, a, you know, a fielder and, and bat or whatnot. If he decides to choose, I, unless he, of course, he, you know, falls off a cliff where he just completely starts playing horrible with both sides this season. Um, I, I don't see him going his entire career or the, or his prime years of his career being a two-way player. I think at some point he will decide like which one he would rather do. Mm-hmm. Or, or he could, you know, flip, you know, flip seasons. Like, ah, this season I'll just be a pitcher. Or next season, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be a fielder in bat. You know, I, or he could do it like that. You know, flip flop back and forth. So, it is it's an interesting thing to watch, and and just like the no hitters, we are seeing something that doesn't happen all the time. So it's actually like, yeah, we need to we need to watch it. You need to celebrate it because. You don't know if you're going to see it again in your lifetime. It's been amazing to watch what this young man's been doing. And like I say, I hope, hope hopefully he can sustain it. Because he has had Tommy John surgery. That does worry me a little bit about his pitching. But it, he hasn't seemed to have any effects of it so far, it seems, this season. It's the first season he's been pitching since. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what he can do. Because it's, it's, it's fun to watch. Like I say, we haven't seen this since Babe Ruth. And obviously we want to... Around when Babe Ruth was doing his thing, so this is a a very rare thing to see because we haven't seen anybody doing this, being able to pitch at a high level and hit at a high level as well. It's, it's exciting to see. Yeah, man. Um, but it, it is a like I like I said earlier, we it's something that should be celebrated, mm-hmm. and I think it should be talked about more. Than what is being talked about, but I, I don't run baseball, so what do I know? What do we know? We just do this here podcast every couple of weeks. Exactly. What, 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 what do we know? Exactly right. We can only do but so much. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! But um, anything else on Mister Shohei Otani? No, that's 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 pretty much it. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, uh, no, one thing we wanted to get into about is this whole stuff with, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr., one of the rising <laughs> stars in the game. I mean, we saw him hit that home run the other day, and just sitting him, seeing him stand there at the plate, just watch it go. It's just like, man. But the thing I like about him, he's just unapologetically like who he is. He's got the long dreads. He's, you know, he's bat flipping. He's doing all this stuff. That's to me, that's, that's what the game needs. You need somebody like that that's going to draw in an artist, especially a younger artist. They're going to see this guy like, oh, look at, look, look at this guy. You know, we got to turn into, you know, turn into a Padres game and see what this guy's doing. And now they got this whole thing where they got this, you know, this chain that they put on them and it spins and everything. They doing a, they doing a whole lot of stuff over there in San Diego. They, they are one of the rising teams in baseball and Todd, Fernando Tatis is one of the, um, rising stars in the game. And then, too, that other day when he was at the plate, he did that split to kind of avoid being hit by that pitch. That was, that was crazy, too. But um, go ahead, man. Your thoughts on uh, what Fernando Tatis Jr. has been doing so far this season? All right. So, I mean, in the beginning, what I'm going to say is going to sound like a broken record once again. <laughs> but it has to be said. This man is money. Yes. Baseball, the the people who promote the game should be like, you know what? We're going to get this guy and we're going to shoot him to the moon. He can be the face of baseball. Hell, he is the face of MLB 21, the show. Yes, he is. Yes, he so, is. You know, so it's like, okay, he's on the cover of the game. Why don't y'all have this man doing commercials? Why don't y'all have him showing up on somebody's talk show or something? And I ain't talking about ESPN either. Mm-hmm. I mean, get him on one of the, you know, the the late night talk shows. Yeah, I don't know if they're um if they're doing live stuff, you know, in in studio, but hell, 
uh, what they, um, Zoom. I know they Zoom. You know. I know um, this Jimmy Fallon. He's doing like Zoom calls with different people. I don't know if they have people now, but they they be getting one on a Zoom call. I'm sure. Exactly. You know, hell, like I say, get him on other things to to be like, okay, who is this guy? Oh, he plays baseball. Well, maybe I'll check it out because he plays baseball. He has a personality. I want to see more of this guy. Mm-hmm. That's all they have to do is just promote him more. Mm-hmm. Get him a shoe deal. I don't. Well, that's more of an agent thing. But give him a shoe deal. Or something. I don't something, know. Something. Yeah. Something. But and and then I mean this whole thing with with the uh, you know staring down the the the, uh, the home run you know or whatnot. Now when Albert Pujols almost hit the home run here. Uh, other, oh yeah, yeah. Or whatnot. You know, he stared it down, which is something that he did a lot of his oh, career, oh, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. No one was making a big deal about that. But when Mr. Tatis Jr. does it, oh, it's a problem. Oh, he's not playing the game the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like what? It's like it's a game. Mm-hmm. These are grown men. Mm-hmm. They're grown men. Oh, he stared down the ball. So next time I see him, I'm going to throw a ball at his head, baby. <laughs> That's not playing the game the right way because I never understood that garbage. Me neither. Me neither. And everything. Or, oh, your pitcher hit my hit my hitter. Oh, well, when I go out there, I'm going to hit your batter. And next thing you know, a big brawl. Oh, you know, <laughs> That's the crap that I, I've never liked about. But this type of stuff, that's why, I, you know, um, on Twitter, and I sent, I was like, you know what? To, to make, you know, matters worse or, in, you know, insult to injury, he should have hit him with the Pedro Serrano yeah. from Major <laughs> League <laughs> 2. You know, just, just to, you know, just to kind of, look, y'all don't like it, so here, I'm going to add some more stuff to it. So like I said, I, I just don't understand. The, the dude is having fun playing the game. Look, this ain't this ain't Bryce Harper, you know, they, they, you know Washington didn't allow me to be who I, I, I am. Philly, I can I can be myself. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, the the Padres are aren't trying to shackle him and that's what you I'm trying to think. When was the last time we really had a big personality in baseball? It's been it's, it's been a long time. I mean, would, would it would it be Barry? Is is Barry the last one? It probably so. Now that I think about it, probably was Barry. Probably him. Yeah. So 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 and, and Barry's been retired what since two thousand what. Six, I think. Something like Something that. Something like that. That sounds about right. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. in there. Right. Right. So clearly over a decade. Is mm, yeah, it's been a long that. time since we've had a real big personality like that. So I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm not counting um like uh Manny Ramirez or David Ortiz. They had big pro, but I'm talking about as far as you know transcendent. Type because I feel like Fernando Tati he has a transcendent mm-hmm. type of aura about him just from what I've seen of him. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and that's where I'm going with it. Yes, Manny Ramirez and and David Ortiz they had big you know personality. I mean big poppy right people everybody know who he was right mm-hmm. and you know Manny being Manny you know mm-hmm. the damn cut off but I never forget that. But anyway, <laughs> but. You know, I, I I don't think someone like a Fernando Tatis, you know, just comes along every year. He's almost like a generational talent, and you would want to strap the, you know, marketing, you know, rocket to his back, and because you, like we said, you know, you want to bring in a younger audience, you want to mm-hmm. get more eyes on the sport. So who better than someone like him? Yeah, but very true. But like I said, they. They, we've talked about him many times on here. I don't know who's in that marketing department and MLB, but they're failing a lot of these players because you need to do a better job of getting names like a Fernando Tatis Jr. out there more to bring in an even bigger audience to your sport. 
that's that's all. That, that, that's that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And and I don't. I would love for for somebody to tell me why it's so hard that they can't do it because it sounds like it's an easy thing to actually do. Mm-hmm. Especially nowadays when you got social media and everything, you could do a good job of promoting these guys, getting their mouth, like I said, getting them some TV deals, getting them, like I said, the sneaker deal. You think it would be easier now to market guys than it was, you know, back in the day? It's like back in the day, they did a better job of marketing these stars than what they're doing, you know, currently with a lot of these players. Hell, um, wasn't, I'm trying to think. I might be wrong on this, but I could have swore Mike Piazza showed up on an episode of Seinfeld. I could be wrong about that. I don't recall. It's possible. I know Keith Hernandez did. I know he did. I know Derek Jeter and Bernie did. Bernie uh, Bernie Williams did. But I don't know if Piazza... We we have to look that up. We have to look that up. Yeah, because I... Or maybe I'm getting the shows wrong, but I I know he showed up on somebody's show. Mm -hmm. And I think it was a New York base show mm-hmm. it could have could have could have very well been it's, 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 a, it's a strong possibility but I mean the fact that, and the reason why I bring it up I mean San Diego is in California it's not too far from Hollywood I mean it's some hours away but still it is in the same state I mean they, they could easily you know hell have him show up on on somebody's show or what not like that to kind of get their name out there and get that attention there's no because like i said he's, he's he's got the personality he's when they say somebody has that it's factor Fernando tatis jr definitely has that it factor that you're looking for and, and you, know, you know it's you know what's funny about that because i think if the show was still on and the show i'm gonna mention is the show that we actually covered um and i'm talking about ballers mm-hmm. if that was still on mm-hmm. I could easily have seen him showing up on an episode of Ballers. I mean, here yeah, they had Odell Beckham on there. They, they had like fo- they had football players on there. They had hell, Steph Curry even made an appearance on the damn mm-hmm. show. So mm-hmm. you know, like get this man on it's on something or whatnot outside of baseball to help promote the sport. I don't understand why baseball stopped promoting the sport. Yeah. I- don't get me lying, man, but I, I I really don't I really don't get it. I mean, you have a this guy, like I said, he a star in the making. I mean, he's proven it. I mean, he's proven that he can be the next big thing, the big face in baseball. And you know, you gotta you gotta want to cover the game and everything. That's all cool and everything, but you could be doing so much more because this this he's got it. He's got it. He's got it, man. <laughs> You remember a few years a few years back when you had freaking Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Danica Patrick in a Jay Z video? Oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about that. So right there, that's that's promoting freaking NASCAR in a way. Now you know now NASCAR drivers promoting NASCAR what MLB's doing. That's crazy. Oh, oh, like that uh, Mobile One uh, commercial with the race car driver where they like real tiny and the one is dancing and everything. That's like I say, stuff like yes, NASCAR is doing a NASCAR. better job of pro- cross promoting its its sport than freaking baseball. So yeah, and there's another uh, one where the girl, I it's one of them, the pizza commercial or something. The girl's like, hey, you know, I like your PJs. He's like PJs. So see, that's about, that's not a commercial for NASCAR. Yeah, Ryan. No, I knew. Yeah. See, see, I know who he is. See, see because Bingo. Even though, even though I did watch NASCAR for like three years, but that's a that, that that's a story for. Yeah, my cousin. I'm watching here and there. My cousin's a big NASCAR fan. He loves NASCAR. He watches all the races stuff. I watch it here and there. But yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> story for another day. <laughs> but but the same. But but where we go with this is that if if NASCAR NASCAR can can promote its drivers to casual, you know, fans. Why can't baseball do the same thing with its players? I don't know. I don't know. And hey, if you need a couple of people to help in the marketing department, hey, we're, we're hey, look, we're, we're here. <laughs> look, look, I'm not cheap, but I can be had. Yeah, it's That's same, all I Same here, same here. Like the million dollar man said, everybody's got a price. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> everybody's yeah. got a price. So, 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's 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 really what I want to vent about in regards to because, like I said, just it doesn't make sense. Of, it really doesn't. Like, it really, really doesn't. You got a bona fide superstar in the making, and I tell you, it's, it's not the same as there's other guys in baseball too that could be marketed too, but this guy right here, it's just it just it blows your mind. Like, why aren't they doing more to get this guy's name out here? Because this guy. He clearly enjoys the game. He's unapologetic for what he does. I enjoy I enjoy watching him play. I enjoy watching him play. Hey, shoot, I might have to go out and get me a um Fernando Tatis Jr. jersey. He's just that excited. Right. right. I mean, no, this 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 ain't your daddy um uh Padres, you know, Tony Gwynn ain't no, there. But... No, 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 no. But but they they still fun to they watch. Fun to watch him and Manny Machado and I said they're doing the whole thing with the chain. They're making they're making it fun and that's the way. At the end of the day, it's a game. It should be it should be fun. There's nothing wrong with going out there, you know, having fun and enjoying the game. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you don't like him standing there, um, staring down his home run, then try to strike him out. Strike him out. If you don't like him doing that, strike him out. Exactly. It's like. It's like that. It's like that White Sox and uh, Twins game where you know they was getting blowed out and the pitcher throwing damn uh, practice uh, balls and dude hits the home run. Oh, that's not good. It's like, why is he throwing softballs? Exactly. Like, what, what do you expect? What do you expect? <laughs> like, like really? Like, shoot, what uh, what what Nick Saban say? We play into the to the uh, clock hit zero. Exactly, we ain't gonna stop. Exactly. And if you don't like it, try to stop us. Play to the clock hit zero. Exactly. Play to the end. Or in baseball, you know, yeah, baseball turn play to to the to the very to end. To the very end, yeah, because I was the clock in baseball. But yeah, you play you play to the very end. Shoot. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like what is this? Batting practice? You just you throwing sixty mile an hour balls, you just Tossing it over straight over the plate. What are you supposed to just stand there? Oh, well, we up so big. Oh, oh I'm, I'm not gonna hit that. Believe you, believe you me. If I'm there at the plate and they throwing that at me, I'm swinging for the fences every single time. Exactly. Every single time. Exactly. Shoot. Crazy. My happy gear boy that ball out of there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. The hell? <laughs> I don't know. Big. You know, I'm I'm kind of remember why I stopped watching baseball for a long time <laughs> because they they have all these rules that are outdated mm-hmm. and this whole thing of you know it, it, like oh well you know disrespecting the sports and this that and the third and it's like there's so much of contradiction with that mm-hmm. when it comes to baseball it's not even funny mm-hmm. but. But it's still a great sport. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Always love the game, but yeah, little stuff like that it just, it just annoys you. It really does. Like I say, Fernando Tatis, yeah. listening to this, continue doing what you're doing. You're great for baseball. Keep doing what you're doing. We we enjoy it. Here exactly. We, podcast. we like what you're doing. Keep it up. Yes, we do. Keep it up. Yeah, that might be that might be the title of this episode. Fernando Tatis, keep doing what you're yeah, doing. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. Yeah, keep keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, you're, you're good for the game. Good for the game. All right. Anything else on that? No, no, that's not. <laughs> All right. So, um, the other day, um, they said that, um, let me see here. Um, talking about, uh, when Cal Ripken's, um, um, consecutive game streak started on, uh, March 30th, uh, 1982. That was the first time the, um, first, first day that the streak started. Of course, he would go on to play in 2600. 32 consecutive games. That's just, just every time I think about that, man, just, that's, that's one, like I said, you see a lot of records and stuff in baseball and sports in general. That's one of those things that you will never, ever see, see, um, see broken. It's just like, man, man. just, especially nowadays, we see so many more injuries throughout the course of the sport. They, you know, you just imagine during that time period how many times he might have had little nicks and bruises, might not, have, you know, cold or whatever it was. The playing that many consecutive games, man, is just—it's just—it's just unbelievable, unbelievable, man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I put I put that up there, just like I put it on the same level as Jerry Rice all-time yards, you know, you know, all-time receiving yards. Mm-hmm. 
because I remember some years back they did a breakdown of that and the person that would have come the closest if they even relatively played like the same way Jerry played as far as like like just receiving yards and stuff like that it would would have been um Larry Fitzgerald <clears throat> and and even when they broke it down, they said, yeah, if he played 22 seasons and, you know, had a consistent, you know, consistent pace of, I forgot exactly how many yards. They said, they said he would still come up so many yards short of it. And it's like that record will never be broken. And it it won't because of how. You know how the how NFL has changed, and you know you got all these spread offenses and all this, you know, spreading the ball around to these different receivers. Yeah, that will never that record would never be broken, and it's the same thing with Cal Ripken consecutive game streak. It, that record will never be broken, never. No, no, it will so, never so be broken. Never be broken. I, I look at things like that of like those two I feel like are two guys that should always just be proud of the fact that they did something that literally no one will ever ever do again no exactly I mean they will, we will never in, in our lifetime like ever see anything like that I mean it's just crazy and they had the dates wrong the thing said March, that's March. it started May 30th 1982 and it Went all the way until September 19th, 1998. 2,632 consecutive games. That's un- unbelievable when you think about that. Unbelievable. Yeah, just, yeah, just, just, just think about all the stuff that changed in that in period, that period of, time. of time. Exactly. Going from the 80s to the 90s. That's just that's, that's, that's wild. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, so think about this. He started that streak. Before either one of us were born, exactly, and and he finished it. We were little kids. We're little kids, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's that's just, that's just crazy, 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 crazy. And like I say, hats off to him. He's definitely the Iron Man of baseball. I mean, I just every time I just think about that, I'm just like, just you just you're in amazement that somebody played. And that many consecutive games. You think like all across, you know, in other sports too. You see all the injuries and everything. Just somebody playing in that many straight games. It's just, it's just mind blowing, man. It's mind blowing when you think about it. Yeah. It really it, is. It, it's, it's crazy. It is. It, it is. is. But yeah, man. Like I said, they call him an arm, man, and that, 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 that definitely proves it right there. So always, you know, hats off and respect the Cal Ripken, you know, guy we talked about many times here on this show. But um, as we Wrap things up here. Let's go over the current standings in Major League Baseball. Um, start off with the American League East. Right now, on top of the division, is the Rays at 35 and 20, followed by the Red Sox 32 and 21, Yankees 29 and 25, Blue Jays 27 and 25, and then the Orioles at the bottom at 17 and 37. Ouch. Uh, thoughts on that division? Well, uh, Cal Ripken's not walking through that door for the Orioles. No, he's, he's definitely not. He's definitely not. <laughs> and they've lost 10 straight games. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. Um, well, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of interesting that the Rays are leading the division, but, you know, we, we've seen this from the Rays in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, they, yeah, they can win the division, but can they – can they can they kind of sustain it? Because they they kind of go through even flows. Mm-hmm. They do. They do. Um, I mean the Red Sox. I mean they're having a pretty decent season. Oh, LeBron's team, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or whatnot. And then the Yankees seem like they they trying to you know stay in the mix. So. Yeah. So we'll see who ultimately comes on top in that division. All right. So down to the AL Central. We got the White Sox on top right now at 33 and 21, uh, followed by the Indians 29 and 24, the Royals 26 and 26, Twins 22 and 31, and the Tigers 22 and 32. Thoughts on the AL Central? 
it, this this division is always just a two team. Um, it's, it's always a two team. Always, division. always. <laughs> it seems like white white sauce and indies. I guess that's why with major league, that's that's the only two teams they were focused yeah, on. Yeah. Was the white <laughs> sauce and the yeah, indies. Yeah. There, was, there, was, there was good reason behind that. There's a lot of legitimacy yeah. behind that. So. Oh man. Uh let's see. The AL West, uh Athletics are on top at uh thirty one and twenty five, followed by the Astros at twenty nine and twenty four, Mariners twenty eight and twenty seven, Angels twenty four and thirty, and then the Rangers at twenty two and thirty three. Thoughts on the AL West. I mean, Billy Bean got his team in in, in first, but but the um the Houston Scammers, I mean Astros, um, <laughs> they, uh, you know, they they're right there, you know, even though they've kind of had some rough patches here recent, but, but yeah, they're right, right, they're right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, half a game back. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think we talked about this on here before, but have you heard that they um they kind of move um on the athletics out of Oakland on the way playing the move? I heard they kind of move them from out of Oakland. Have you heard about that? What? <laughs> I mean, why why would they move out of Oakland? I mean, the the, the Raiders already gone, mm-hmm. uh, whatnot. Golden State is technically so where they gonna have Oakland. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like why why are you getting rid of the the, the teams from Oakland? Don't don't make this a a, a Seattle, you know. Like with the NBA, you just just get the get the team out of there. They don't have no team no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that, that that that's not cool. I mean, if you want to upgrade the stadium or something, like make a new stadium. Or I can see that, but completely moving them out of Oakland. I mean, what, what's the deal? What's, what's up with Oakland? They like no you say, where, where would they move them? That's the where thing. I haven't seen anywhere about where they would move them to, but just heard that they were you know planning on like moving them at some point. Where to? Who knows? Hmm. <sighs> I mean, there's only so many baseball towns. Exactly, and most of the major markets already have teams. So where 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 would they go? And and whether people want to believe it or not, because the athletes have been in Oakland for so long, it is a baseball like state. It is. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I, don't, I don't know. Who knows? Stay tuned on that one. All right. Over to the NL East, we got the Mets on top at 26 and 20, followed by the Braves 25 and 26, Phillies 25 and 29, Marlins 24 and 28, and my Nats down at the bottom at 21 and 19, no, not 19, 21 and uh, 29. Excuse me. Um, thoughts on this? What's going on with the Nationals? I don't know, man. Um, inconsistent pitching, um, hitting, inconsistent hitting too. The hitting's very one game they'll have you know a lot of hits, a lot of home runs and everything. Another game they can't they can't hit they can't hit nothing to save their lives. So a lot of inconsistency with the Nats right now. Hmm. Um, I mean the Mets are a surprise yeah. at the top of the division. Um, but I mean it's it's still early. Oh yeah. So you never know. Um, somebody in that division I think could. They could get on kind of a little run, mm-hmm. and yeah, I mean, four, four out of the five teams in that division could do this. Um, the Marlins, you know, they always just gonna be the Marlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I say, like I say, it, it, this division is wide open. It could be, it could be. Like I said, somebody you know gets on a, like I said, gets on a hot streak, they can take the lead. You know, just when you play your best baseball at the right time, they're gonna ultimately win this division. I think so. We shall see. All right, over to the NL Central. We got the Cubs on top at 30 and 23, followed by the Cardinals at 30 and 24, Brewers at 29 and 25, Reds 25 and 28, and then the Pirates at the bottom at 20 and 33. Thoughts on that? Well, Willie Stargell's not walking through that door for the Pirates. Oh. No, <laughs> he's, not, um, he's definitely not. Um, yeah. Or Roberto Clemente. Yeah, yeah, right, Roberto Clemente or Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon, yeah, exactly. None of them got to walk through the door. But um, oh, Barry Bonds. Huh. <laughs> Barry, <laughs> yeah, Barry Bonds. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, back when he had his mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a lot leaner. Yeah, a, lot, a, lot, a whole lot leaner. Yeah, before he started putting that uh, cream yeah, on his elbow. But um, you know what? I think I could I could actually see this being like a three team race because the Brewers are they're actually having a a, a fairly decent mm-hmm. season mm-hmm. and kind of the same thing you know what I said earlier about you know a team going to run or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Brewers if if they kind of get their pitching together or whatnot and that, that that lineup just kind of be a little bit more consistent. They they could come on top of the division. Yeah, they only they only a half game back. So I mean, if they like I said, they can they can on a roll. They could definitely they could definitely move up and take this division. It's 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 wide open. Like I said, you those you know three teams at the top there: Cubs, Cardinals, and Brewers. So don't count the Brewers out in this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, the NL West. We got the Giants on top at thirty four and twenty, followed by the Padres, uh, who are thirty four and twenty one. Dodgers thirty-two and thirty-two and twenty-two, Rockies twenty and thirty-four, and the Diamondbacks at nineteen and thirty-six. Uh, thoughts on this division? Good Lord, um, Carlos Galarraga is not coming through that door for the Diamondbacks. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're not getting Randy so, Johnson to pitch for them. Right, Luis like Gonzalez, and none of them guys are coming back. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but um. I'm, I'm trying to think. What was the last time we seen the Dodgers this low in, in the standings on the division? It's, it's, it's been a while. They're always like on top of the division and like blowing it away, like running away with the division. It's interesting to see them in like third place. It's, it's been it's been a minute. So you know what? Maybe in a roundabout way, this actually might be a good thing that they're kind of going through a little, like they're not just dominating the division. They they have to kind of. Earn it, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but I, I still feel like it's their division. It, it, it's their division until somebody takes it away from them. And, and who who knows? Maybe, maybe it could be the Padres. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, uh, it would not surprise me if the Padres end up taking that division. But yeah, it's so weird seeing the Dodgers in in third place. But like, hey, but like, hey, maybe it's some motivation for them. Maybe it's motivation for them not like running away with the division. Yeah, I mean. I, I, I'm I'm trying to I don't think the the last time I had faith in 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 the Giants is when Barry was there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I just don't have faith in. But then again, how many World Series have they won in, in the last decade? They won. So. I think they, they had a stretch there where they were winning them pretty pretty consistently, and they haven't won any in like in recent years. But it seems like now they like kind of do do for one. It seems like. Yeah. So who who's to say? Mess around and might end up with, you know, the Giants and the uh, Marlins playing in the the NL, you know, <laughs> championship. Game. No, 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 That would be something. That would be something. That really, yeah. that really <laughs> would be. Because both of those teams are like overdue for a World Series, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, because like I said, they won three in a in like a two three year span. Like I said, uh, Giants they won one in 2010. 2012 and 2014. So the last one was in 2014. Yeah, so yeah, seven years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they, so they, they do, they do for one. But we shall see. That's that's definitely another division to keep an eye on. So yes. All right. Um, just some of the current games that are going on right now. You got the Indians on top of the White Sox, six to four, top of the ninth. Uh, Yankees and Rays all tied up at three at the top of the seventh. Orioles actually winning. They're um six to two against the Twins at the top of the six. Marlins are down to the Blue Jays four to one, top of the seventh. The Reds are losing to the Phillies four to three, bottom of the fifth. Nats up on top of the Braves six to one, bottom of the fourth. Let's see, uh, Tigers Brewers. The Tigers are up seven to four, top of the fourth. Padres are down to the Cubs two nothing in the middle of the fourth. Bottom of the third, uh, Pirates 3-1 against the Royals. Uh, bottom of the third, Astros 1-0 against the Red Sox. 
Uh, see, Rockies, Rangers. Rockies are up one nothing. Bottom of the second on the Rangers, and then the late games. You got the Mets, Diamondbacks, Angels, Giants, Athletics, Mariners, and then you got Cardinals, Dodgers. Those are your late games. I mean, thoughts on those scores? Uh, I mean, some kind of close games that could go either way because I mean, some of them games are still early on in the process. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, we shall see what happens with those. But that's all I got, sir. Anything else, sir? Anything else? Nope, that is all. All right, another episode in the books. Jay, anything you would like to plug, sir? Uh, Yeah, so over on Movie Talk, uh, it's June. So it is my second uh, old school June. Um, But I did a little twist with it where... I called in some heavy hitters to uh, kind of guess, make guest appearances this month and had them pick some, um, you know, childhood favorites. So with episode 205, um, I, I'm joined by someone that you know, one Miss Keita Hubbard. Um, and we talked about the movie, uh, Space Jam. So that was her pick. Um, and everything like that. And that, was, that was a fun episode. It, it was both still trying to figure out how the hell Bill Murray actually got there, which we couldn't come up with a <laughs> <laughs> you know, idea how, how he showed up there. But uh, yeah. And um, I mean, next episode, um, you're going to be yes. on, on with me. Yes. And we're going to be talking about the movie The Sandlot. So, yeah. Boy. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Look forward to that. One of my all-time favorite movies. Love it, love it, love it. Yes. All right. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at MoneymakerChris, as well as Instagram BC Sports Fan 23. Check out my website, thecashinexperience.com. Everything is up on there. Blog, products, you name it. Anything that I have going on is available on the website, including the interview I did three weeks ago. For my wrestling fans, um, with one Miss Amber, Amber Nova, that is up there. Been getting great response for that. So if you get the chance to check that out, because I'd love to hear your, love to hear your feedback on that. But yeah, check it out, thecashandexperience.com. But um, Jay, any last words to close out episode forty-one? Yeah, um, I'm gonna quote uh, Bernie Mac from the movie Mister Three Thousand. You know, Stan Ross. You gotta pay the cost to be the boss because he's Stan Russ. <laughs> nice, nice. Love it, love it, love it. All right, you guys take care. Be safe as always, and we will see you in two weeks. Peace out. Peace. Peace.